Yo, it's your boy, Anthony O'Neill, and you're listening to the baddest couple, I believe, on the planet. You're listening to the Black, Married, and Debt-Free Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus. Happy Resurrection Day. I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. <laughs> Shira, how are you doing today? I'm just laughing at you. <laughs> Tell me why. Happy Resurrection Day. Happy Resurrection Day. You know what I mean? We need to take this Easter off this thing. This is the Lord's Day. No, it's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, we hope that you all have had a wonderful Easter. I'm thinking yes. most folks will listen on Monday. Yes, I'm kicking that's true. off your week. So that's we true. hope that your day's going well. I'm yeah. doing good. Today is was just a beautiful day yes. in California. <laughs> We're happy for that. We're tired of the rain and these atmospheric rivers right. and what other name, you know, I don't know what, what new name they'll have next. Um, yes. But it was just a really great day and a really beautiful day. Got to see lots of family. Yeah, so, we did. We did, Shara. I got to see all of my, everybody, you know. <laughs> it was good. Both sides of the family, you know. When we went to church, you know, everything was great. We came home. Oh, y'all. And I'm excited because Shira didn't threw down on some gumbo, y'all. I don't I think tried. y'all really understand. <laughs> Shira's gumbo was on another level. So, you know, and I grew up in a house where my dad was a was a great gumbo cooker, you know. So my palate is uh, is very advanced on the gumbo front. But Shira has not disappointed. Oh, Aww. this thing is I'm excited. My mouth is watering thinking about getting a bowl right now. But we're here to handle business, right, Shy? We're here to talk about what's going on uh, for, you know, that individual out there that is just stumbling on this podcast. We want to welcome you. Yes. We want to welcome you. We talk about finance. We talk about our journey to uh, building wealth, financial freedom, financial independence, all that good stuff. And uh, welcome. You're in the right place. This is clean content. You can turn it on with the kids. You ain't got to worry about us cussing and nothing crazy. So I think this is good. I think it's a vibe, Shy. But. We got to talk about this, Shire. This caught my attention. Yes, it caught your attention. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the FIRE movement, uh, financial independence, retire early. We've talked about this before. This is when you are going to hyper fund your re- retirement so that you can retire early and li- hopefully live off of the interest into perpetuity. And it sounds great. It sounds great. We've had, we know friends that are, have done it. We know folks that are trying to do it, but we're going to talk about one of the pioneers in this space, uh-huh. Shara, 
And this gentleman is having to go back to work. I mean, and this dude is like, when I say pioneer, he is truly that. So we're going to go through this article. Shire, are you ready to go through this? Uh, it says a fire movement pioneer who retired early with $3 million at age 34 says he must return to work to afford his kids education. College education, that is. Shire, let's get into this. Well, what do you think about it? What you got to think? What you think, Shire? Okay, I think. We should probably share some initial thoughts. Okay. <laughs> Before we even read it. Right. And my initial thoughts, um, I guess at first I didn't know well, it wasn't it had not connected with me yet that he was returning to work to support children. Okay. Okay. And I think that with the fire movement, a lot of people don't have kids. Um I or, think you're right. Or they're just planning for themselves and are maybe looking or hoping that their children will get scholarships or find other ways to finance their education. Yes. So like they're pursuing fire focused, you know, on them, focused on them, on them. Right. And, and there's some, uh, varying thoughts there. I've heard some folks say, Hey, my retirement, I I can't take a loan Mm -hmm. out. In retire, or I can't go um, in retirement, or I can't go back to work. Whereas my children, worst case, can take out student loans to fund their education. That's that's one school of thought. Another school of thought is, yo, I'm doing this to give my kids better opportunity, so they don't come out in debt like I did and have to do all this crazy fire and and all this financial stuff that I'm having to do. Right. You know. And so, where do you fall on that, Shia? I'm always curious. Well, to your first, um, your the first point that you made is generally for an older uh, a person. So, a person who is you know seventy or eighty, or mm-hmm. or they're up in age and and they're not able to go back to work. So they're saying, while you're Great young, point. save all you can. Right. But in this case, this individual. I mean, they're young. (laughs) They're 34. So that, you know, might not necessarily apply because there's, you know, most 34 year olds are working. Right. But yes, I do agree that, you know, uh, once you get to a certain age, um, you might have some limitations with your health and you, you, you know, you just never know what life will throw at you. And there will be a point in time where, you're you're not able to work. Yes. And I so am. you want to make sure that, you know, you've saved and and so if you have to prioritize saving for yourself and saving for your child, if you're older and say you have little to nothing saved for retirement, you might want to save for retirement. Yes. You know, so I think that, you know, depending on your situation. Your situation. You might, you know. And, and so I'm just going thinking about the the early retirement pursuit. Me and you were just talking the other day about and you raised some great points about how, like, when we first started this uh, financial literacy pursuit and then uh, hyper investing to potentially retire early, like our kids were young. And now we're at this age where, like, they're like nine and ten and they're starting all these after school activities and they're going to be going into uh, college and, you know, preparing for college and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, I never thought about that, Bill. You know, (laughs) that changes everything. They are much more children are much more expensive, Mm -hmm. you know, now than they were when they were younger. And it's crazy because I was just like, you know, if I can just get out of this diaper phase 
and having lit. to buy diapers and we're going to have so much free money. But guess what? They start eating more. Ooh, they they start sp- talking more. They have their own interests, yes. their own hobbies. And all of that does cost money. Right. Um, but let's dive into let's this, in, this story here. This is coming out of Yahoo Finance, um, and it's highlighting a particular person who, as you you know, shared, they were a pioneer of the fire mm-hmm. movement. So meaning they were one of the first right. and their first name is Sam. Hey, Sam, we just going to call you Sam for this story. So it looks like they retired in 2012. And so yes. they retired in 2012 at the age of 34. So I don't think I did the math correctly earlier yeah i think they're older now <laughs> yeah. 45 now but let's yeah yeah thank you for that so they retired in 2012 at the age of 34 with three million dollar net worth um they were a pioneer of the of the fire movement so that's financial independence retire early movement and then 10 years later he's making waves again for saying it's time to go back to work so mm-hmm. now sam is 45 um he has a popular fine a personal finance blog mm-hmm. and um, the blog that they run is financial samurai mm-hmm. and they've been doing that since 2009. And so through the blog that he'd been sharing, you know, his family's journey right. and the, you know, saving for retirement. So he basically um, documented that. And so, um, so there are multiple reasons. One of the most popular members of the online early retirement crowd is now joining the ranks of the unretired. Mm. Uh, for one, his investment portfolio, like everyone else's, took a beating last year. Ooh. And then two, uh, Sam is saying that he actually misses the workplace. What? <laughs> like, that's one thing I did not expect to see. The but, camaraderie okay. of the workplace. So being Man, with other please. people, you know, um, I, I can understand that. And then, um, you know, Sam shared that early retirement is great, but it can mm-hmm. also be lonely. I mean, I get that. Imagine wanting to do things, but all your friends have jobs. <laughs> okay. I've, I've heard, and I've heard that before. I'll um, find something to do. But go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. So, he, you know, he said that there's only so many things that you can do during the day. And um, perhaps the most pressing, uh, though, is because he just can't make the math work on paying for his young children's college education with his current financial situation. Mm. So let's put a pause there because the word that's actually standing out to me is young children. Yes. So what we spoke about. Okay. So uh, to be clear, I have not, I'm reading this article right now. Yes. And so I thought that his children were of college age and it was, Oh, I can't afford this. Um, I need to go back to work, but it yeah. sounds like this is just uh, him anticipating. Right. The need that he would have to support his children through college, but wouldn't he have considered that before he made the announcement to the world that he was retired and yeah. he was had all well, of you know the coins together that he needed? Well, I love that we stopped here, and I love that you asked that question because what we see here, listeners. Oh, I need what? to keep reading, Marcus. Okay, well, keep on, keep on. Sorry, what does it say? What's that? Sorry, Sam. Okay, so what ended up happening was. Um, when he retired, he and his wife weren't sure that they would even have kids. Okay. So he didn't have kids. Okay. So now they have two children and are raising them in San Francisco and it's expensive. And even when they're earning a lot of money in passive income. Okay. Okay. So that there's more context. Okay. What are your thoughts? Uh, well that kind of will change, change my, my last point I was getting ready to make. (laughs) But, uh, I do want to say it's like. This is what you did. This, this is why you have to be careful because 
he was selling the fire and it's not that it was a bad thing, but he made his bones. He made his name on saying, I'm doing fire. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. I'm already retired. I'm sure there was a lot of here's why it's good. Here's why you might even want to do it, too. Right. Right. You right. got people on your blog. You got people listening to your words and then you don't. And now you're going back to work. So it's just like. This is why it's important to. Yeah, you can get inspiration, draw and glean inspiration from all of us as financial influencers, but you got to have your own strategy, your own scenario. Like, don't just do it because you saw the finance samurai do it. Cause now he's like, Hey, I'm going back to work. I don't know what y'all doing. Yeah. You but, know, but I'm sure there's some good things in there. I mean, anyone who yes. is retired early probably has, you know, some, some good nuggets that they can share Yes, things that they've learned, you know, along the way, there are many factors that you have to consider when it comes to retirement. And also like you have to have some pretty good financial, um, habits you know as yeah, you well. build some great habits doing but, going through something like that yeah. right but like this is the thing right uh fire movement there's documentaries mm-hmm. there's books it's so great mm-hmm. but really it's kind of like the social experiment because yes. you know we're like one of the first uh generations to really popularize this now mm-hmm. we know people who have re- retired early um that are that are older than us. Yes. And it didn't have a name. It was just, oh, they're retired and you're surprised, you know, by their age. Right. But, um, you know, so I, I feel like it's giving social experiment to where yeah. we have people who, you know, they're retiring early, but now they're deciding, I don't want to be childless. Like I, right. I, I want to be able to, you know, build my own family legacy or, yes. you know, um, I'm tired of looking at my spouse. I need somebody else to look at. No, yes. <laughs> I'm just joking. And, and I assume this dude has his own business, which well, of course, po- uh, you know, uh, uh, content in the content creating space right. with him being a blogger. And one would say, well, isn't that a job? Well, it's like, well, maybe I'm sick of doing that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Maybe I don't want to be my own boss. That whole be your own boss entrepreneur thing that we hear so much. Maybe there's some of that at play. That's like, you know what? I'd rather just go back to the workforce where I was. I've experienced the retired. I've experienced the entrepreneur. I've experienced all these things that everybody on on your timeline telling you you should do too. And man, I'd rather just kind of go back and get my big, go back and, and get a nice high paying job in in the Bay Area and live like that, you know? So yeah. I think there's a lot of moving parts to this, but I guess we could read on to see what else is going on. Well, I, I mean, I think that's the point that, you know, they're, they're deciding to go back to work. <laughs> Yeah, but I think okay. There, there are more. The math part. Let's just re- re- let's just do the math. Sorry. Could could we do this part here? And oh, can I just say this though? Yeah. Um, he so so he retired with three million dollars. There are a lot of people listening, and I know I'm thinking this myself, who could make three million dollars work. I can yeah. make three million dollars work. To to this part. So yeah, like you you are choosing to live in one of the most expensive markets in right. the nation. You don't have to live there. Right. Like I mean, hey, we're literally up the street from San Francisco. Living for half the price. <laughs> and living for half the price. I mean it's still expensive, granted, but yeah. it's nowhere near San Francisco. No. So like life is trade off. So if you want to live in a very expensive place and perhaps you want your children to go to very expensive colleges, mm-hmm. then um yeah, maybe you would consider uh, going back to work. But there's a lot of people who are saying this whole article is just full of privilege. And really, Ooh. this person could stay retired if they want if they want to. Well, sure. We're going to get to the comments. I know they lit. 
but let's keep going. Well, let's just read this part with the math. So it says, making the math work. Though his family, or though, uh, though his and his family's day-to-day expenses are covered by passive income, including from real estate holdings and his blog, he says there's no getting around the insanely high cost of higher education in the United States. He estimates it could cost as much as $1.5 million to send both kids currently to... ages six and three to college. Hold on. Is he on planet Earth? <laughs> okay. These, this math ain't mathing, Char, uh, but is he projecting like what it will be? Yes. I, mean, I guess that's going to be that, uh, 15 years from I'm now. I'm sorry, but this person is about to lose a credibility with me. I mean, this says, brother, he's supposed to be he, about the numbers. He he, est- he, 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 it says he <laughs> estimates it could cost as much as $1.5 million to send both of his children currently six and three to college did you know that a uh, community college in the bay area is free so there's two years free right there thank you then you get your other two years get your other two years and i highly doubt that let's it's gonna say cost it's fi- 1.5 yeah. million dollars let's say it's fifty thousand dollars a year which is crazy for the next two that's only two hundred thousand dollars right there so where do you get 1.5 <laughs> maybe they're going to school on mars maybe that's what yeah, it is may- maybe or they're going to travel the world for every year yeah every, you know every, there are some people who you know, they. I, I'm fine with the state school. I don't have a problem with Man, it. Education is or, education. Huh? I said education is education. You're yeah, but right. some schools are, you know, some schools are better than others. I understand mm-hmm. that, but I don't know where you're getting that math from. Like, then that, if this were true, nobody is going to be educated. Exactly. When your children, you know, so. But this is why I wanted to keep reading because I knew something was going, something was going to come okay. up. Okay. So it says. Seeing how student loans set back many borrowers from achieving financial success and taking career risk, he doesn't want the debt hanging over his children's head. He plans to work through their college years and uh, reassess from there. He just needs to take a deep breath and calm down because (laughs) he's getting himself worked up over stuff that is just years and years and years away. I think that, yes, if you can save for your child's education, Kudos to you, and that's a blessing. Yeah. But to be here, have a three-year-old child, and I'm looking at my child like, oh, you're going to cost me $1.5 Like, just slow down. Yeah. Breathe. If you're really that concerned, like, you literally live in an area of the country where you can go to community college for free. So, man, I don't, yeah, I don't understand. Point, uh, anywho. Well, I'm going to say this. We get read a lot of articles from this platform, and I don't think I've ever seen 308 comments. <laughs> So let's <laughs> get into lot. it. Let's see oh, okay. what the peoples is saying. Okay. Oh, wow. You get any ones you want. Sorry okay. I'm going to be random. I'm just going to go to the first one. This first person says the math isn't adding up here unless this guy is either living way beyond his means mm-hmm. or set on his kids going to the most expensive colleges possible. If mm-hmm. cost is a concern, community colleges exist and so do public four-year schools where prices will be dramatically cheaper. There's also a middle ground between having your kids take on a crippling debt and expecting them to take on a few small loans to contribute to Mm. their own education. It's very generous if he wants to spare them that. But overall, I get the sense that something more is going on here and that having to pay for his kids' college is just an excuse. Right. So, uh, yeah, I actually tend to agree with this person's uh assessment and i think we were kind of leaning there as we were as we were talking if you want to go back to work that's fine but to be putting out this information like this makes financial sense i don't think it makes financial sense to pay 1.5 million dollars 
to go to college. No, no it doesn't. And to it, only work a job to try to make $1.5 million, million over the life of, you know, how many years to do what to retire? Like, what is the purpose of, yeah. of work? And what's the purpose of college? Like, you could you could buy some good books. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Now, Shara, this person says $3 million in 2012. That was at literally the start of the bull market that we saw for a decade. Wow. So from 2012, with the bull market from 2012 to 2021, that should have turned into $6 million. Thank you. They, well, he did not, <laughs> did not provide the current balance right. of his retirement portfolio right now. That is what he had then. So that is yeah. that's actually a really uh, a really great uh, point. Yeah, yeah. And and also this article did talk about the passive income streams, and it Thanks. was it was really a lot. I think it ranged between like eighty and like two hundred thousand a year. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know about this particular person. Yeah. So, so something ain't right. So you're making that in retirement. Right. Currently you make an $80,000 to $200,000 a year in retirement without tapping into your retirement. Right. That's not considering a 4% drawdown or anything like that. That's just in your, your after retirement work, after retirement work is right. generating that type of income. And then also, that should be plenty. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, also, um, how do you know your kids will go to college? Oh my goodness. I never thought about that. I mean, I never thought about that. They're, I mean, how do you know? What if they want to take a, a break, a gap couple of years, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so one person says he prioritized living in San Francisco over being retired. His choice, not one that I would make. A lot of nice places to live in America, and San Francisco isn't one of them. Man, shout out to uh, our friends, Monica Street and Irish Journey. They, like I said on a couple podcasts ago, they planned for retiring in Frisco and said, we could retire in Portugal. That looks just as beautiful, more beautiful for a fraction of the cost. Like, mm-hmm. you got to be willing to you know see what else is out there i mean man i like san francisco too but not enough to go back to work out of out of early retirement what sense does that make but hey to each his own any other crazy comments you see in shire yeah yeah i some people are also commenting on college and they call it Mm -hmm. education inflation is dropping because demand is dropping is that simple the return on investment on higher education is not worth it for most people so I guess it really too. does depend on what you're going to school for. Yeah. And at three and six, like there's so much growth in like right. parenting that you'll need to do. Right. Um, before college, it's and just like you're kind of just just live in the moment a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. And not for nothing, you're the pure ability to be in your kids' lives starting at this young age, like, is way more valuable to me than anything you could give them monetarily by going back to work, you're going to go back into the rat race in their most vital years so that you can have more so that they can have a $1.5 million college experience. Right. And to me, they, I think the kids would be much happier to have dad available and dad be just like retired and could just be here than they would in, 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 in a decent education than dad being gone and going back into the workforce and, I yeah. got. I could go to you're, college yeah, on Mars. Right, you're absolutely right because especially those first five years are like the most important years. It's important. Um, yeah. So someone else leaves a comment that's a little bit critical, but I would like to hear your 
opinion on it. Mm-hmm. So this person says, so he didn't retire. He just works for himself. Blogs and books don't write themselves dot, 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 dot yet. So those things are not um, happening yet. Yeah, so, I mean, like, what do now. you, <laughs> but yeah, what she makes think, a great point. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about the idea that this person is taunting saying that they're retired, but clearly they're working, they're a writer, you know, essentially they're a blogger. Yeah. And, you know, maybe this article here is just another way to get content. Well, that is 1000% fact that I think at the end of the day, this is a, this was a content grab. Is he going back to work? Sure. But yes, I do believe that he did this for content. Number one, number two, that this is a heavily debated topic around the community. It's like, if you're retired but now you work more than 40 hours a week creating content. Is that not work? Like, but what they would, I think what it, that individual would say was, well, I want to do this though. You know what I mean? This is yeah. something I want to do. It's like, right. but you, you could actually want, you could actually like and want to work at your job. So it's just like, you know what I mean? Are you truly retired? I don't know. That's well, they, a great question. Well, what they're saying is that they've achieved financial independence. Mm-hmm. So they, so instead of doing the full fire, they're just saying, I or have five. the F in the I yes. of the acronym. Yes. He definitely has that. I Well, he, I think he didn't retire I think that he has that. I think that this um, that this is, uh, article comes from a place of privilege because mm-hmm. it's, it's a privilege to live in San Diego. San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco. Yeah. I'm sorry. Why am I thinking of San Diego? I need to go there. No, no. <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's a privilege. Like, um, a lot of, a lot of people who live there live a privileged life. Yeah. Um, this person is talking from a place of privilege is not really relatable to most people. No. Um, but I think that the idea that a lot of people in fire may be returning to work, um, it's something that should be on the table and up yeah. for discussion because, and one reason I say this is that a lot of people who are doing the fire movement, they're doing it based on the idea that they'll be able to withdraw 4%, mm-hmm. you know, of the interest, yes. you know, as their money grows and that they won't touch their principal balance. So right. it's like this 4% rule, but the studies uh, that have been conducted around the 4% withdrawal rate mm-hmm. um, shows that that money should last reliably for about 25 years. Mm. And then after that, eh, start tapping into the balance. You say, yes. And you might, yeah. you, it is not, is no longer really working. So right. that, I mean, the probability of it working longer than that 25 to like 30 year range, mm-hmm. it goes down. The probability of success goes down. Right. So if I'm 60 and I'm following the 4% rule, then I have a good probability that the money is going to last for my entire life. But if I'm young and I retire at 32 on the 4% rule, the models by 50 something, you looking, you got to go back to work or you're going to start drawing against that that principal balance. Right. It's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you do really have to be educated about uh about retirement. Mm-hmm. I still have a lot of lot a lot to learn when it comes when it comes to retirement, but I'm also trying to cherish the years that I can work mm-hmm. and do what I can. Yes. And if I retire super early when I'm older, will I say will I regret not working just for another year or two? Mm. If I could have. Yeah, because when you start getting up into high numbers and you start seeing, 
okay, if I retire at this age, I'll get, I'll be tired with like $2 million. Shoot. If I work another three years, I, I, this thing will be up close to $3 million. Like, do you just stop? You know what I mean? When you don't have to, when you could keep, keep that going and really take advantage of that compound interest. You have to ask yourself that, but one thing, yeah, you said it best, Shire. This is a privileged post. I thought this brother, when I read the title, I'm thinking, man, he got to go back. He he just like me. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) nah, he, this is a, I had fun and I'm deciding my next fun thing I want to do is go back to work. I don't think he literally has to. Actually, right. I know he doesn't have he to. He don't have to. And next week he might he might change his mind <laughs> yeah. and be like, I guess I'm not going back after all. Or he's gonna go back and then he's gonna um not like it and then and he's then gonna have some more blog. he's gonna have some more content. Right, so right, right. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I think this is a conversation um it's a, it's uh worth having. Um the, yeah. you know, is the fire movement a myth? Mm-hmm. Is it a reality? Mm-hmm. People that have actually done it. What is their actual experience? Right. His experience was I was I'm kind of bored. Um, I didn't think I was going to have children. Now I have two children. Mm-hmm. And now that I have children, my priorities have I've, actually shifted, shifted. And now I think it might be best for me to, to go back to work. You, know? you even so, said that, Shire, when we was talking the other night, you said, I'm thinking about the kids now. Like from 2017 to 2021, when the kids were like, just hanging around and you just you know whatever it's like yeah i could be i could be submerged in this in this world of of uh pursuing financial independence and stuff like that but then when your kids start being like okay like i'm 10 now and i want to do this and i have to do i have to go to this uh gymnast event or i have to i have to do test for this belt you start like oh okay like i guess like this is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, my purpose isn't financial, financial, financial. My purpose is I got only a select number of years with these kids to really turn them into great adults and your priorities start to shift. So I think that's what we've seen with this guy, too. But, um, yeah, man, this is a great article. Um, interesting article. Any other crazy comments or. <sighs> you know, some crazy comments in here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, some people are you know finding this story hard to follow hard to some believe. people are, people are saying wow if you you know have you know a 200k passive income and you still are struggling in san francisco then maybe it's time to move yeah, um right. do your kids really need to go to ivy league school you know <laughs> I, I mean anytime you do an article like this there's going to be a lot of opinions and sometimes the, the comment section does have some some good insights um Oh, yeah. okay. Here's one. Okay, what you got? I but I just want to kind of get your opinion on it because this person says, "Hey, I don't understand why parents should pay for their kids' educations. Mm. They can get loans or start teaching them to save when they're young. You can't get a loan for retirement. It takes 18 years to raise a kid. Mm-hmm. Start saving as soon as you find out uh, you're going. You know, you've conceived." Mm-hmm. Um. And let's see. Oh, they start talking about how people in their family know how to save because they started teaching their kids young. Okay. So, I mean, do you think that parents should should share in the burden of their, I mean, excuse me, the financial, <laughs> this financial burden. Yeah, I, I do. Of children's education. Yeah, I do. Uh, I think. Yeah, I, I think you should create a world where your kid can get a college degree without the debt. 
And if that means working during their college years to help them cash flow college, helping them come up with a plan to go to college for free. Uh, shout out to uh, our sister key resource. You know, she was went into a program where she can go to HBCU for free or scholarship to HBCU. If she goes for this specific, uh, I think it was agriculture. Major. Yeah. Major. Mm-hmm. So it was like, help your kids na- manage that and navigate that. And then where there needs to be payment when you, where you just can't, you know, finesse your way into anything and you have to pay. I think it is on the parent to like help the kid. You know what I mean? Because if we don't do that, the kid is literally going to come out with debt and the cycle continues. Everything we're doing, me, you, Shira, uh, our demograph, which is mostly 26 to 34 and then, 35 to 46 the, all of us millennials gen z if we don't want our kids to be having podcasts and talking about financial literacy and doing what we doing right now the biggest thing you can do for them is have them get their education without debt that's that's going to set them up that's going to help the next level level up a little bit more and then maybe they'll do something bigger for their kids and this and so on and so forth if we just keep saying shoot i had to pay for cause they're gonna have to do it too then they're going to come out and they're going to start their adult lives the same way, grinding the same way we grinding right now. And I don't want my kids to have to do that, you know? And so, yeah, I think, I think it's, I think a parent should do that if they can, if that's saving early for them, or if that's, I'm going to work while they're in college, and I'm going to help them cash flow while, while, while they're going through their years. So, so you're saying that you would continue to work even yeah. if you could, potentially retire you would work to help with college i would postpone my retirement if it meant me helping my kids go through college absolutely okay i feel i mean i i feel the same i I do feel the same but i do feel that they need to they're gonna have when you say grind they're gonna have to work hard for what they want grind yeah you're gonna grind and if you see me quote unquote grinding like they they're gonna learn through just watching us (laughs) yes <laughs> they're just watching us you know so mm-hmm. we don't want to of course you want a healthy grind you don't want them to, like you know burn themselves out or right. be super stressed or anything like that but you you are we want to instill in them that whatever you want in this life you do need to work for it yes do what you can do yes right shoot even if that's like getting your kid paying for your kid to scholarship like in some type of athletic capacity but that means around that may require you to pay for them throughout you know what i mean their their adolescence which if, is kind right. of what we're seeing with our daughter she loves gym we're gonna and she wants a scholarship in gym well you that means it's gonna pay me classes. big bucks now you gotta yeah gotta do what you gotta do but yeah man i think uh the kids are primary i think that's a good thing to take from this the kids are primary even this gentleman is putting his kids before I mean, Retirement. His, his kids are spoiled. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, One point five million dollars—that's a little. Too, oh, them kids. They yeah. A little too I mean, good. like, what are they gonna do? They're gonna be doc. I don't know. Well, yeah. I guess if you followed his blog, you'll find out. We don't. I don't. I don't think I've ever read his blog yeah, before. Yeah, I haven't either. And I mean, after this story, I don't know that I would be led to. But he could have some good content on there, and it yeah. could be, you know, some cool tips yeah. or strategies. Who knows? Yeah. Well, Shire, this was a great conversation. I really enjoyed sitting here with you, and my mouth is watering thinking about that gumbo I talked about on the front end. So we up out of here, y'all. We got to go. <laughs> I got to give me a bowl of this. Uh, we're going to holler at y'all on the next one. Do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening, and we up out of here, y'all. Peace. Bye.